0: This is Rodney Ronquillo, and you're listening to Piano Maverick. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the magic of mistakes. First of all, how can mistakes be magical? Ever since school or even growing up in society, we are taught to avoid making mistakes because of the repercussions that come with it, and rightly so. When a mistake is really big, it can cause a lot of pain, it can cause some injuries, it could affect your lifestyle and relationships, or even worse, it could have fatal consequences behind it. But we also have to look at this realistically too. Are all mistakes equal? Are they all the same? We all know that mistakes will be different, but a mistake is a mistake. However, mistakes are not the end all or be all. If you change or reframe your mind, you'll start to see that mistakes are also learning lessons in disguise. I remember when I first started piano lessons, my teachers would tell me do not make a mistake. Make sure that you make everything perfectly when you're doing your scales or your chords or you're doing everything by ear, you've got to be perfect. And there's a problem with that because if you're always trying to make everything perfect, you're not going to learn from anything at all and you won't be able to know yourself in the process. Just think about it for a second. How are we able to have so many light bulbs across the planet? The thing is, Thomas Edison had to go through thousands and thousands of filaments before he finally arrived at his solution to create a light bulb that actually continues to stay lit. And we couldn't continue to reproduce these light bulbs unless Thomas Edison made these mistakes. And when he finally arrived at the solution, then we have something that we can learn from. And because of that, we have so many light bulbs across the planet today. Without stumbling on something, or making mistakes. Humanity cannot learn from anything. Mistakes have to be made so that way something can be learned from. Otherwise, if there was no mistakes on this planet, then of course we have nothing to learn from and there's no way we can grow and we cannot make dreams come true without making mistakes. When you're making mistakes, you have something that you can look at and then you either do it again or you do it better or you don't do it again, pretty much. But it keeps you in the learning mode and it also puts you in a position to keep staying curious and discover and find new ways to make something better. Great composers couldn't create their great works unless they started with mistakes in the beginning and then sometimes they find inspiration in those mistakes and they take the best of those mistakes and they just chuck out the rest and then they just continue making mistakes until they discover they discover some really nice parts of that mistake and then they just take more and more and they continue making mistakes but keep they keep the best parts until they're able to form some sort of composition. The composition is actually a series of the best parts of mistakes become a beautiful piece basically it's the same thing with history textbooks and even math books and chemistry <laughs> well don't get me started with the chemistry because I, I i pretty much struggled in high school with chemistry but the thing is many people before me and many people before you had to make the mistakes so that way they could journal well not journal but they could record everything of what is the right thing to follow so that way people like you and me look at the right things to follow and reproduce them versus the unknown where we wouldn't we wouldn't know what we're supposed to do so we have to actually make mistakes to actually discover what's the best way to do something and then move forward each time and learn from the best of it it's the same thing with the compositions as well and we got to apply that when we're learning piano when we're learning anything even chemistry or even composing a song working with people, working with singers, working with other piano players in case you decide to put on a band uh, or if you're gonna be playing with an orchestra. I mean, every piano player is gonna make mistakes during rehearsal and every musician does the same thing too. Singers make mistakes. Sometimes they have the wrong placement when they sing, but the thing is that that's what we we have rehearsals for. And then when they do the actual live concert and they're performing, they've learned so much of the mistakes in the rehearsals that now they know what to do to make sure that the performances come out flawlessly and sometimes during performances there are mistakes but the thing is the musicians the piano players the singers the conductors the musical directors they just keep going right because they know that a mistake is going to happen anyway why not just treat it as if it's just a piece of the art mistakes are artworks and learning experiences or 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 reasons to learn in disguise in fact we really it would be better if we didn't call them mistakes and we just call them discoveries that we can learn from discoveries that don't work the way that we intended but maybe we can take something from those mistakes and that takes me back to the issue about perfection that i talked about in some of the podcasts the thing about perfection is that Perfection couldn't be perfection unless mistakes were made. Mistakes are mistakes and perfection is perfection, but they can't work without each other. I mean, it, unlike, unlike oil and water, where those two separate, mistakes need perfection and perfection need mistakes. And without mistakes, perfection can't exist, or the, at least the action of perfection cannot exist. And without mistakes, nothing could be produced at all. Nothing comes to reality and the problem with perfection is that it holds people back from actually taking that first step and the problem with mistakes is that even if it's like held in the mind and it actually exists in reality it's something that holds people back so much that it actually has already been happened it's already been done but it's actually a learning lesson right in front of you i mean imagine you have a a history book right in front of you and you're scared to learn history because you've got you've got a mistake in the form of a book right there But that's what it is. Mistakes are pretty much their opportunities to learn something new so you can actually move forward. You have to learn from the mistake. Now, if you wallow and you whine and complain about the mistake, then not only are you not learning anything, but you also put yourself in a position of procrastination and you'll come up with excuses as to why you can't make something happen. Like in anything else in life, mistakes are part of the game. Let's take Babe Ruth for example, the baseball player, the famous baseball player who was known for his amount of home runs, he was immortalized for that. But what a lot of people don't know, or maybe they do now, is that he had he struck out so many times that he was pre- pretty much the strikeout king of his day. He kept striking out, he kept striking out, but the thing is that he was actually taking a chance each and every time. He wanted to swing for the ball and the pitchers, they were pretty much aggressive with him. You know, if you're facing a baseball player like Babe Ruth, of course you're going to throw extremely hard, or tr- do everything in your pot, you know, your power to make sure that you can actually strike this person out. Because this person, once he connects with the ball, it's it's gone, baby. And well, not because it's Babe Ruth, right? But Babe Ruth kept swinging and swinging and swinging, and he became a threat to every pitcher because even if he struck out, he's still going to connect one way or the other. And because of that, he was immortalized as one of the, the, the game's most amazing home run leaders of all time. Of course, that was broken by Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and then eventually Barry Bonds, and some other baseball players in the modern age too. But we just have to remember that Babe Ruth struck out a lot in order to get all those home runs and lead the league and immortalize himself as a home run leader. Then there's Colonel Sanders. And who here doesn't know Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC? He th- he wasn't lucky in the beginning. Actually, after he got his final social security check for like a hundred and five dollars or something like that, he had had enough, and he was he was in his late sixties, if anything, and he decided he was going to shop his chicken recipe door to door to every restaurant, and he got thousands and thousands of no's. I mean, not a lot of people can handle that, you know, like. Uh, it's it's pretty much a sales job uh, altogether. But he never gave up because he had a vision, and every time he got a no, he would learn from that no, and he worked on his sales pitch and got better and better until one day is I think it's a one thousand and nine no's before he got his one thousand and ten, or unless I might be confusing that with Edison's one thousand, you know, light bulb tries and so forth. But over a thousand no's, and he finally he finally was able to come up with a way to speak to some restaurant owner and then they, I think they did some sort of consignment arrangement and then eventually he was able to get his chicken recipe out there and today we know KFC the way uh, we all know it to be like for its delicious chicken recipe now I know we're living in an age where we have veganism and vegetarianism but that's a whole other story but I'm just using that as an example that, you know, Colonel Sanders never gave up but he had to learn from his mistakes we have, in order to move forward and make our dreams come true. i mean if you want to be a great piano player you're just gonna to have to make a lot of mistakes you know and mis- making mistakes is fun it should be fun yeah of course I, if there's mistakes that might cost your life that's not fun at all right but you can't let the word mistake stop you from things like becoming a great piano player or becoming a great film composer or becoming a great writer or an entrepreneur like become like jeff bezos of amazon or you know steve jobs of apple i mean rest is god bless rest his soul um but you just can't let you can't let mistakes become something else when they're actually just learning lessons in disguise they are events yes right but they're events that we should learn from you don't want the mistakes to or like you don't want to have mistakes drive you to the point of fear where fear makes you a, it becomes a jailer you know, rather than something that you can actually learn from. And failing is just a part of the game. It's a part of success. It's a part of everything in life. Everything fails. You know, like, uh, for example, the let's say daylight saving time. I mean, how many times have experts have had to try to get it right? You know, if they didn't have those opportunities to get something right, we wouldn't have the perfect way to be able to determine when daylight saving time really should happen. You know, we need mistakes and we we have to embrace it. I mean, mistakes should be renamed to something like just events that need to be learned from so you become better or you you do it better next time around. Another example is drawing and painting. Now, I went to the Ontario College of Art and Design here in Toronto and drawing and painting are one of my favorite things to do. If anything, I wanted to make that into a career along with my music. So that way I can create films and things like that and also just paint backgrounds and also have a creative visual sense. Now I was in this one class, it was taught by a drawing teacher where we had to draw the model and the model would like, keep changing your poses every 10 seconds. And of course that would be a lot of stress on every student there. And then in the beginning, of course, it was really difficult to like even get like a nice pose uh, just drawn down on the paper. I mean, we were using charcoal at the time. Uh, how much more if we were just using lead pencil? But the the, mold, the model would keep changing and changing, and then we would have uh, 30 minute poses, 20 minute poses, and then one hour poses. And the thing is that in the beginning, my drawings weren't the greatest at all. Like I I wasn't really I was really more disappointed in my output, but the teacher kept us all focused and he made sure that we just kept drawing no matter what. And I learned something in that class because after I reached 1,000 drawings, something started to click into me into my head and then before I know it I had this awareness of how to draw. I sat down and when I did my 1001 sketch, I started to draw so fast and so gracefully that I could actually get the expression and the emotion of the figure's body onto my paper. And I was able to draw it so quick that even at 10 second poses or five second poses, I could get them down like amazingly. And I could actually feel my drawings whenever I looked at them. And the thing is that I would have not gotten to that point if I hadn't hadn't made those 1,000 mistakes. And mistakes can really, I mean, I I get it. Mistakes can really discourage you. But if you know what you want to become, if you know your end result, you're just going to keep doing whatever it takes because sometimes you need to make the mistakes because it's something that's in your head. You know, there could be some sort of programmed, Thing in your mind that it may be a voice from the past saying that you can't draw, you can't play, you can't sing, you can't make a, a million dollars, you can't make money. Um, money, do, you know, money doesn't grow in trees and things like that. And even if you've already, ex- you know, you've accepted that uh, no money doesn't grow in trees, and I believe that I can be a millionaire, and yet you're not producing the result. It's still because there's something locked in the subconscious mind that it has to be pushed out with force force of repetitive learning, learning from the mistake each time, learning from the mistake each time, even if you feel like you're still repeating the same mistake, you know, if you have the attitude and the intention to go past the mistake, eventually you're gonna break through. I mean, it's the same thing with cutting down a tree, uh, where you, you get the ax, and you're just gonna have to keep going and going and going, and it may take forever right? But you just keep going because you know that the way the tree is going to be able to fall is pretty much through sheer determination and effort and consistency. So with that all being said, just remember that mistakes are events that are actually learning opportunities. When you learn from these mistakes, you become better and you you come up with a creative way to come up with a solution. And sometimes the solution will be pretty much personal to you. And when you come up with those solutions, you have something that you can teach other people. Heck, I made a lot of mistakes when I was starting out with piano, but I never gave up on it. Because the thing is that every time I made a mistake, I knew what I did wrong. And if I kept repeating it, I would try my best. Not just try, but just do whatever it takes to make it even better. And sometimes I would take a different approach each and every time. And you know what? What makes you a professional is when you can actually take different approaches onto the same thing uh, that you already are aware of. You know, you just take a different angle, and you're learning. you're, You're learning, and you're applying, and then you're making it better at the same time. It's like it's innovation, pretty much. You know, I mean, the Japanese—they're um, really good at this. You know, from Sony to Yamaha and so forth, and Honda—they—they they look at—they look at everyday things and then they say to themselves, "Okay, you know what? Like, they think like those everyday things were somebody's mistake that became perfection." And then they look at it and they would say, "How can I make this better? How can I make this better?" You know, uh, same thing with Elon Musk and uh, Tesla as well. He saw all these cars and he saw many electric cars. And then he, I'm pretty sure he said things like, "How can I make this better? How can I make the electric, uh, the electric car become so hip and so relevant that it becomes like a luxury item?" You know. And today he's already made that happen. And of course he had to go through like a lot of sheer determination. I mean, there was a lot of mistakes made in in the process. Uh, there was a ton of sleepless nights. There was financial issues. You know, there were board of directors issues, I'm pretty sure, because I mean of course Tesla is an incorporated company. But you know, he never gave up. And when you're never when you never give up, it means that you're learning from your mistakes and you're trying to find ways to make your end goal, which is your vision, a reality. So the moral of this lesson is look at mistakes as events that are actually learning opportunities in disguise and then use that to your advantage so that you become way better than before when you learn from mistakes you become a new person and you're always a student keep being be, keep being a student for the rest of your life and keep learning and then when you look back 20 30 years later you're going to be a totally different person and you're going to be a, you're going to be pretty much proud of where you've came from and where you are today or where you are going to be in the future and you become a visionary in the process so enjoy mistakes and keep chugging on and become a better person become a better piano player become a better person that whatever it is that you want to be and enjoy the process as you go no matter what never give up this is Rodney Ronquillo and you're listening to Piano Maverick